Last month in Philadelphia, a couple of Marines were minding their own business when a group of anti-fascists started asking them if they were proud boys, then started spewing ethnic slurs at them before beating them up. Two men had been arrested and charged with felonies. We're now hearing of a third arrest, a man named Joseph Alkoff, who is also being charged with multiple felonies, including ethnic intimidation. What's interesting about this individual... Not only is he associated with the protest on Tucker Carlson's house, being an active member of Smash Racism DC, but I actually know him, and he used to harass me and spread lies about me. So today, let's take a look at the latest update on this attack on Marines by Antifa, and then I want to talk a little bit about the history I have with these activists and some of the lies they've spread about me. But before we get started, make sure you're following me on Minds at TimCast. We're going to be building out this platform for Subverse to create a kind of distributed newsroom. I don't know what it'll look like, but it will be at Minds. So follow me at Minds.com slash TimCast. And if you want to support my work, you can simply share this video to help spread the message. This is a story from December, December 13th, 2018. Marines testify about the Antifa mob they say attacked them in Philly. Quote, I could have died that day, one of the Marines told the court on Thursday morning. Philly Mag posted these images of two of the suspects, Thomas Massey and Tom Keenan. This is the Philadelphia Police Department mugshots. They say... Nearly one month after we told you that two U.S. Marine Corps reservists said they were attacked in Old City on November 17th near the controversial We the People rally, the two suspects and their accusers appeared in a Philadelphia courtroom on Thursday morning. The Marines, Alejandro Godinez and Luis Torres, both testified in uniform about the incident while three Marine officers, including their commanding officer, stood in the gallery. The suspects, Thomas Massey and Tom Keenan, who have been linked to Antifa on websites and social media, sat together with their individual lawyers and did not speak. According to the Marines' testimony, they were touring historical landmarks near Front and Chestnut Streets when suspect Tom Keenan approached them. Godinez testified that Keenan asked them, are you proud? To which Godinez remembers responding, we are Marines. Torres said then he remembers Keenan saying, are you proud boys? An allusion to one of the alt-right groups behind the rally, and one that Torres said he didn't understand. I didn't know what Proud Boys meant, he said. Whatever Keenan said, both Marines testified that Keenan, Massey, and approximately 10 other people, men and women, some masked and some unmasked, then began attacking them with mace, punches, and kicks, and calling them Nazis and white supremacists. On the stand, Godina said that he was bewildered by being called a white supremacist and immediately cried out, I'm Mexican. After that, as the attack continued, both men said that the members of the group, including Keenan, repeatedly used ethnic slurs. Slurs I'm not going to repeat on this channel, but yes, multiple slurs. Godinez testified that he was maced at least six times, hit in the head, and kicked in the ribs. He said that while he was being stomped, members of the group, which the judge and district attorney's office have both referred to as a mob, chanted F him up over and over again. And now we have the latest update from Philly Mag. DC Antifa leader is the third man charged in Marine attack in Philadelphia. Joseph Alkoff has been charged with aggravated assault, ethnic intimidation, and conspiracy, among other offenses. Before going any further, as I mentioned in the beginning of this video, I know this guy. He used to show up at events I was speaking at, he would spread lies about me, and just typically caused problems for me, to the best of his ability. It only stopped when his brother, who was a producer for Democracy Now!, told me that he told his brother to lay off. Still, this guy had repeatedly caused me problems, and I actually have him blocked on social media because of it. But let's read on now that I've disclosed that. It has been more than two months since two U.S. Marines said they were assaulted in Philadelphia by a mob just blocks from the controversial We the People rally, and now a third man has been charged in the attack. The Philadelphia District Attorney's Office has charged 37-year-old Washington, D.C. resident Joseph Alkoff with aggravated assault, ethnic intimidation, and conspiracy, all felonies, among other charges. 
He has pleaded not guilty and is currently out on bail. Alcoff joins co-defendants Tom Keenan and Thomas Massey in the case. Both Keenan and Massey were arrested at the end of November and are also out on bail awaiting trial. This story adds to the previous story, saying that on the stand in December, the Marines testified they had no knowledge of the We the People rally and that they were in town for a Marine ball at a nearby hotel. According to an affidavit of probable cause filed in the Alcoff case, Torres was reading online stories about the attacks when he came upon an article on the Tucker Carlson-founded Daily Caller website that connected Keenan to Alcoff. That article called Alcoff DC's radical Antifa leader, who's advocated for violence and for the overthrow of government. Torres saw a photo of Alcoff in the Daily Caller story and contacted detectives in Philadelphia claiming that he recognized Alcoff as another member of the group that attacked him. Investigators say that Torres then showed the detectives photos that he took of the suspects at the time of the attack, and police strongly agree that Alcoff was the person in Torres' photos. According to an NJ.com article from 2011, Alcoff and Keenan were arrested in Bordentown that year and charged with rioting. The story about the Marines is not the only instance that occurred that day of innocent people being attacked by Antifa. This story from Billy Penn. Jewish man mistakenly identified as Proud Boy attacked at right-wing rally in Philadelphia. The fellow worker Gritty Coalition has since started a GoFundMe for the victim. I did cover this story at the time of the attack, but I just want to briefly go over exactly what happened to give you more context on the arrest of Alkoff. A 34-year-old Jewish man who attended Saturday's We the People rally in Philadelphia said he was mistakenly identified as a member of the right-wing Proud Boys group and attacked by a small group of counter-protesters. The altercation took place outside the National Museum of Jewish American History in the city's historic district. Zachary told Billy Penn he attended the protest as an observer with some friends, and they were hanging out on the counter-protest corral on the south side of the mall. He said he and a friend ventured across the police bike barricade along on Market Street to use the bathroom inside the Constitution Center. Before he returned, he and his friends stopped to speak with some other observers around the right-wing protest corral. When he returned to the other side of Market Street, he noticed a counter-protester filming him smirking. Zachary approached to ask if he was being filmed. A brief dispute about Zachary's intentions on the other side of the rally quickly escalated. He starts yelling, this guy's a Nazi, this guy's a proud boy, and I think, oh my god. That's where Zachary's account picks up. People surrounded me, then bam, bam, bam. I was pushed, punched, and swarmed. I just threw my jacket up over my face, one as protection, and two, I don't want any more people to think I'm a Nazi. Then I look up and all I see is news cameras. The cops basically abandoned me. I'm looking for any car to jump into and they're asking, how do we know you're a Jew? I don't want to spend too much time going over the story about the Jewish man, but I think it's important to know that at this event where the Marines were attacked, it wasn't just the Marines, it was an innocent Jewish man as well. But we're now learning from the Daily Caller. D.C. Antifa leader arrested for multiple violent felonies out of a job at progressive nonprofit after his radical ideology was exposed. Now, I think it's important to point out anybody who knows Chepe, it's the name he goes by, is probably aware of his affiliations, and I doubt it was exposing him that got him fired. It was the bad publicity. I'm pretty sure the progressive nonprofit he worked at likely knew of his activism and knew who he was. They say that Chepe has been out of a job working for a progressive nonprofit since December, his former employer told the Daily Caller News Foundation on Tuesday. In another story by the Daily Caller about the arrest of Alcoff in connection with the Philly incident, they say, Alcoff is an organizer of Smash Racism DC, the Antifa group responsible for mobbing Fox News host and DCNF co-founder Tucker Carlson's house in November, and for chasing Texas Republican Senator Ted Cruz from a DC restaurant in September. I remember it like it was yesterday. I was in New York when all of a sudden that guy, Chepe, started yelling that something about me stealing $76,000 from Occupy. I don't know exactly what he was talking about, but this rumor persisted, where people were accusing me of having some kind of connection to Occupy Wall Street, 
I didn't, or that I was stealing money from them somehow. I wasn't. What's really funny about all of this is that during Occupy Wall Street, I filmed the black bloc anarchists, the Antifa types. I called them out and was constantly at odds with them. And that's why this man, Chepe, would routinely harass me. There was one event I was speaking at about drones when he shows up and starts berating me with questions about stealing money or something to that effect. And the organizer, who was a left-wing activist, was upset, asking him, pleading with him to stop disrupting the event. This guy, I blocked him. I don't, I haven't followed him or, or cared about much of what he's doing for the most part. But I do find it rather interesting the two different paths we find ourselves on years later. This guy now being arrested and charged with multiple felonies for yelling or being part of a mob that was yelling ethnic slurs at two men who had nothing to do with this event. And we can also point out the fact that he was part of the Antifa group that beat up a Jewish man who also had nothing to do with the event. This is where they've ended up. And this is why I've continually criticized them and their extremist tactics. Now, I want to point something out that I found really fascinating when, when, when researching this story. Because I have some history with this guy in terms of him harassing me, I pulled up some old stories about criticism I've received from these far-left activists, including me being physically attacked by them. And now I want to address all these lovely people who like to make up lies and claim that I've changed. One person posted recently that I discovered a conservative grift and that I started opposing Antifa when I realized Trump supporters liked it. Absolutely not true. And here's the evidence. This is a story from Gothamist, which was published January 30th, 2012. Is OWS live streamer snitching or reporting? In our coverage of last night's Occupy Wall Street march, we noted that a masked protester struck a man operating a camera that was live streaming. That man is Tim Pool, a well-known, if extremely divisive, documenter of Occupy Wall Street. Pool records everything he sees, including protesters releasing the air out of the tires of NYPD squad cars during the eviction of Zakati Park. Last night, Poole's presence was especially significant considering the aggressive tactics of some of the protesters. Is he a valuable outlet for transparency or a self-promoting snitch who has been less than candid about his motives? He's not part of the Occupy media team. That could mean he's getting paid from somewhere else, a protester who attended the planning of last night's action and declined to be identified told us. Let's talk about transparency. Where is his money coming from? Presumably, Poole receives donations, and he has over 11,000 Twitter followers, while many more watch his live stream. They mention, Tim Poole called us and responded to some of his detractors' claims. They're allowed to question my motives, but I probably have around $13,000 in donations. There are these wild accusations that I have $76,000 or something. It's not true. And that specifically came, my understanding, is from Chepe, who was for some reason spreading this fake rumor, this lie about me. As for whether or not he tips off the NYPD to occupy actions, Poole denies knowing anything about the events in advance. I get a text message from someone in the direct action committee telling me where to go. That's it. I've never streamed an occupy meeting. In fact, I don't even stream the general assemblies. But why act alone? Why not form a group like OWS NYC or Occupello? Quote, I do have a team, but the reason I'm mostly independent is that I don't want accusations of bias from either side. Poole also says the claim that he singles out people on camera misleading. Before I point it at people's faces, I always hold the camera to the side and ask if I can first. But if people in the black block are going to take actions that harm people, I'm going to hold people accountable. 
Is that his job? To hold people accountable? Well, Poole pauses. That's not my decision to make. That's the majority's decision. I will say that in the case of last night, I'm not advocating anyone go after this person. But it does offend me when people say I'm putting them at risk. If you throw a bottle at the police, you're putting people at risk. When two innocent people who are doing nothing get arrested because you threw the bottle, that's putting people at risk. I'm going to hold those people accountable. Sounds a whole lot like my position and opinions are rather consistent. I don't know where this lie comes from, but I think they tell it to themselves because they need to discredit me in some way. The problem is, it's just not true. It's the only thing they have, a flimsy lie. What they like to do is take things out of context, make up lies about me. They did it then, they do it today, and it doesn't change the fact that I've always stood in opposition to the extremists who wear masks and throw bottles at people. That hasn't changed in the past seven years. I'm sure the far-left activists will try and share this and make accusations against me like they always do, and I'm not surprised. I am a moderate centrist, center-left individual who has never agreed with them, and they physically attacked me for it. So, no surprise there. But let me know what you think in the comments below. We will keep the conversation going. Is it a, is, is it a surprise to anybody? that a mob of Antifa were yelling ethnic slurs at a group of people who had nothing to do with the protest or the event or the rally. They just beat up innocent people. Two innocent Marines and an innocent Jewish man got beat up in Philadelphia, and more arrests just happened. Comment below. We'll keep the conversation going. You can follow me on Minds at TimCast. Stay tuned. New videos every day at 4 p.m., and I'll have more videos on my second channel, youtube.com slash TimCastNews, starting at 6 p.m. Thanks for hanging out, and I will see you all next time.